Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. This is Make It Kind. M.I.P. With Masamela Matsumo. Mark Thompson. Make It Kind. Get woke. Folks, wrapping things up on the blackest bus in America. We've been on the Freedom Rides. We've talked to a lot of people, but we want to talk to the queen herself, Latasha Brown. Latasha, how do you feel that this Freedom Ride is gone? You know, it has been, I felt every emotion you can feel. You know, more importantly, I, I think the, the way that I'm really feeling is I'm actually really inspired. You know, as we've been going out, you know, talking to folks and really talk uh, trying to get people organized around the For the People Act and the John Lewis Voter Advancement Act, that part of, you know, there's been ebbs and flows. It was very disappointing and disheartening, you know, on Tuesday to hear that the Senate wouldn't even have a debate on the issue, right? But the thing that gives me hope and has me really excited is the fact that we're going to these small communities, these large towns, and consistently where we're going, people are saying they're tired, they're not going to go, like the fire of the people hasn't, uh, hasn't died down. Like, you know, usually after an election, this close to an election, you meet folks and they're, you know, and they may or not be, um, be aware of what's happening. You know, as we were talking to folks, people literally have a sense of, they know that voting rights are under attack. And then when we're telling them about the work that we're doing, they seem that they're very energized and excited about um, about this work and gonna push it forward. So that's really what gives me hope. You know, it's been eight days. We've been all throughout the deep south and the places that have brought me the most joy have been the rural areas. Those are small areas, you know, the we had a church meeting you know, I didn't realize how much I was like, you know what, this reminds me of a good old revival right here. This is a justice revival uh, at the at Columbia, Tennessee. It was just beautiful. I, I felt like I needed it. Um, I know I needed it. That part of I think what happens is that when we connect, when we when, when we're connecting with each other, there's a way that our people power inspires us and encourages us. And so that's been really, really good. You know, the march that we did in Raleigh, North Carolina was just beautiful, like just seeing, 
you know, seeing so many people in the streets, you know, in one accord, one focus has been beautiful. And I think all of that has been what I have felt. I have felt the spirit of the people on this trip. So that's been like the most rewarding piece for me. We talk a little bit about Joe Biden. You'd like to see him do see him do more, wouldn't you? Absolutely. I think until what we have to really recognize is that at the level and the intensity of what we're seeing, this fight and this attack on black voters, we have to literally see a response, you know, and um, at that same level, right? And so we need all the branches of government to stand in the space to uphold. We're not asking for anything special. We're saying, make the Constitution be real. That's all we're saying. You know, I I have to acknowledge um, and commend DOJ and and under the Biden administration of what they did today. That was a significant move to be able to for them to announce that they're going to sue the state of Georgia. You know, we've been calling for that. Matter of fact, within an hour of that bill being signed, we had filed a lawsuit along with um, New Georgia Project um, and several other uh, social justice organizations um, and, and uh, voting rights organizations. But, you know, we need to see the full breadth and the power of this administration, political power of this administration, that this should be the single most important issue um, that we're dealing with in this country right now. If we're not, if we can't protect the basic fundamental democratic right of voting, then everything else, like everything else, like the policies will look differently. Um, how we share power, all of those things are really based on this foundation of democracy and democracy is rooted, the cornerstone is around voting. So voting rights, here we are, 2021, and we still have not fully achieved the kind of protection we need to make sure that our voting rights um, are, you know, are protected, that we have equal and fair access to the ballot. More MIP after this message. More MIP after this message. Folks, we're on the Freedom Ride, the Black Voters Matter bus headed into Washington, D.C., our last stop for the big rally. Uh, and uh, not only for S1, but also for D.C. statehood. It is quite significant that this is a voting rights movement that has fully embraced on a national level uh, the cause for D.C. statehood. Here with one of the co-founders of Black Voters Matter here on the bus right with us right now is Cliff Albright. Cliff, how you feel the Freedom Ride has gone so far? Man, this has been, you know, it's been just pretty much what we imagined, going to all these states, t connecting with people, people who are concerned, people who are passionate about our voting rights, people who put their time and energy into coming out to these rallies or even helping to plan these rallies. Um, and not even just the big rallies, you know, we've been doing these stops at some of the smaller communities at the state lines. And, um, you know, it's just been, you know, some of the, the combination of connecting with just regular folks who are talking to us about what they want to see happen. And then talking to some of the freedom riders, like today, talking to this older white sister who was a freedom rider and even had out there, had her, had her mugshot um, photos out there. I mean, it was just listening to the fire that she still has for, for this work. And yesterday, the same thing in West Virginia, you know, so it's just been a remarkable experience seeing the, the solidarity from the labor unions, from, from Unite Here, the hospitality workers who have followed us the entire way since we started in New Orleans. I mean, it's really been the educational and motivational experience that we were hoping it would be. And it's something to, to be on the bus and, and witness 
uh, a comrade of ours, someone who's been in struggle with us, Kristen Clark, now with the DOJ, announced while we're right here that they're going to sue the state of Georgia. Yeah, I mean, that was that was a moment. You know, we're watching this, you know, you, me, and, and, and Latasha together watching this announcement and, and knowing, knowing that this is a development that probably would not have happened or at least would not have happened as quickly if not for the presence of somebody like Kristen Clark, somebody we consider a sister and a, and a comrade in this struggle, you know, and Vanita Gupta, to have two civil rights attorneys, two civil rights, I'd even say activists, to be in the Justice Department in these high-ranking positions. We say it all the time, representation matters, right? Elections have consequences, and who gets appointed to some of these positions matters. So to have a Justice Department that is actually going to help pursue electoral justice is, is important. Now, we're under no illusions. We still need more from the Biden administration in regards to, to um, you know, using their legislative might uh, to, to try to get this filibuster ended and actually get these bills passed. But to see that they're actually taking aggressive action, sending a clear message to these states that if you're going to try to, to uh, pass these voter suppression bills, you're going to have to prepare yourself and get your resources and your time to dedicate to defending Jim Crow. You got to just dress up Jim Crow and bring him on into court because you got to go to court to defend these, these Jim Crow policies that you're trying to do. What What's next in the Black Voters Matter movement after this freedom ride? Oh, a couple of days of rest. <laughs> but after that, you know, we're going to come back and, you know, we've got we've got some partners in, in this. this. This coalition that is literally dozens of organizations there's, there's some other stuff. There's a whole summer of democracy, Democracy Summer, um, Defend Democracy. You know, there's uh, Barbara Armwine's group has, has some actions planned. There are actions being planned for July and, and even August. And so, you know, we'll be supporting, you know, groups that are, that are coordinating that, just like groups supported us in coordinating this Freedom Ride. So we'll be supporting those efforts. And beyond that, um, you know, there's, there's still the the ongoing work that we do of organizing communities and supporting local groups like that's that's something that's that's one of the the strategies that they use they they get us focused on voter suppression because they know that while we're having to spend time and energy defending ground right defending rights that what that means is we don't have the time and energy to do our core work which for us means supporting community groups helping them to organize around issues like like gentrification and police violence and environmental justice and education. If we're busy, you know, using time and energy just to defend voting rights, then it keeps us from our core work, but we're not going to let them, you know, we can walk and chew gum, and so we're, we're not going to let them take us off mission. So we're going to go right back, and, and in fact, we've been doing it already, focusing on our core mission of strengthening communities, building capacity in, in local groups, mobilizing voters by focusing, by building and focusing on a black agenda. Um, I'd like to think, too, we've seen this happen in the past, hopefully remains the case, that with the assault on our voting rights, it, it kind of uh, exponentially or proportionally inspires more of us to get out to vote. When, when you take something away from people, somehow psychologically it makes it even more precious. Uh, do you think that's going to be the case here? Well, I, I know that's going to be the case, you know, and that's the same thing that we did in Georgia, right? They stole the election from us in 2018, and people said, oh, my God, how are you going to get black voters to come out? And we used that, that, that suppression, and we used all of that, um, along with focusing on our issues to help mobilize voters in 2020, and Georgia came back and shocked the world. So, so there's truth to that. The problem is this. It becomes a catch-22, because what happens is when we do that, 
And we've got to do that, right? But when we do that, then you get somebody who looks at the, the historic turnout that we just had in Georgia, and they say, and you've heard this, Mark, oh, well, I guess the voter suppression really wasn't all that bad because y'all had big turnout, right? In fact, that's really what was at the heart of the argument. Today is the anniversary of the Shelby decision, and that was at the heart of Chief Justice Roberts' argument in the Shelby decision, which is, oh, things aren't all that bad as they were in the 60s. We've even got a black president, so there must not be the same kind of voter suppression taking place. So sometimes our victories right, uh, become, then become the evidence or the rationale that they use against us to say, oh, we don't really need to give you all the same protections. When in fact, what's happening is we're not getting victories because there is no voter suppression. We're getting victories because we're out organizing the voter suppression. We're outworking the voter suppression, but we can't let that then become a rationale on why do we, we don't need to have stronger uh, voting rights in this country. That's the, 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 the kind of catch-22 that we've been in. Uh, my brother, congratulations. This has been tremendous. I'm thankful to have been a part of it. Uh, and what you all do is so critical and so important uh, for all of us. Uh, Y'all are key. And, and, and I appreciate you. We've all kind of come up together and you know sooner or later that torch you know torch is going to get passed whether people want to be passed or not and you and sister tasha are taking the torch and doing what's necessary so i thank you my brother no we, we thank you we thank you for riding along and, and giving history lessons on the bus and music lessons on the bus <laughs> and most importantly you know giving uh you know some inspiration and, and amplification for this work that's going on Cliff Albright, folks, we're on Freedom Ride 2021 on the blackest bus in America, the Black Voters Matter bus. Thanks for getting woke and listening to Make It Plain. Please remember to listen, like, and wherever you get your podcasts, please give the show a five-star rating. And please do spread the word. Let's all continue to pray for each other during this pandemic and this police-demic. If all hearts and minds are clear, it has been Made Plain. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.